Hey, welcome to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. I'm Chris. And I'm Alison, and we're from FX Scouts. We review Forex brokers, and our main goal is to help beginners start their trading careers. And in the Let's Talk Forex podcast, uh, we're going to discuss all aspects of Forex trading, including how to choose a Forex broker, how the Forex markets work, and how to reduce your risk when trading so you don't lose all your money. Hey, Alison, how are you today? Hi, Chris. I'm doing well. Hope it's going well your side. Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad at all. Uh, What are we talking about today? Well, as we spoke about last week, um, it's very important to know how to choose a Forex broker. Um, We touched on the fact that one of the key factors is regulation. Um, It's such an important topic that we thought we'd actually dedicate this whole episode to regulation. As we have seen, Chris, there are a lot of scammers out there, particularly on social media. I mean, I think that's one of the main avenues sort of scammers use because it's so easy to target people who might be searching for a Forex broker. So how do you, how would you go about finding a good Forex broker, making sure that they're safe, that you're not going to you know, have issues with your Forex broker? Yeah, that's a really important point. And it's probably the most important thing for uh, beginner Forex traders to think about when they, before they get into Forex trading is um, how to make sure that their Forex broker is safe. And as you rightly point out, a lot of people get scammed and a lot of people get scammed on social media In our own studies and from our own data, we've seen that sometimes as much as 50% of all Forex media scams start on social media. This is mainly through Facebook and Instagram. So the number one thing really, when you're looking for Forex brokers, don't use social media, don't trust people who approach you on social media, don't trust your friends. If they come to you and say, I found this great broker on Facebook, or I found this great broker on, on Instagram. Um, And it's not just Facebook and Instagram, as a lot of people are approached uh, through WhatsApp messages, or through uh, another messaging service called Telegram. And they'll be approached by sometimes people who call themselves Forex experts or Forex trading experts. And, um, and this is so stay away from all of that. So then the best thing you can do to avoid being scammed is don't go on social media. Do your own research. Um, always do your own research on a Forex broker. Have a look around. I mean, Google's your friend here. And make sure that your Forex broker is regulated. Okay. And, and on that point, what, what is regulation? I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, they have an idea about what regulation is. But for a Forex broker, um, who are regulators? What are regulators and what, what is their function? Yeah, so regulators are national authorities. So they're founded by governments. Uh, they're funded by governments. Um, a lot of their employees will be government employees, but they're actually relatively independent from government. A regulator uh, will oversee all financial markets and all financial companies inside a country. So that includes banks, hedge funds, pension funds, uh, anything to do with people's money moving out, um, moving through uh, the company's finance, uh, country's finance system. And that also includes forex brokers. And so what a regulator does is it ha- its job is to, to make sure that financial markets are safe, and that they develop well, and that the consumers who use financial markets are treated fairly by the companies that operate in the financial markets. Um, and that to enforce any laws that that country has passed, uh, in the within the financial framework, uh, so forex brokers 
uh, fall under this. And so when a forex broker, because forex brokers are financial companies, so when a for we say a forex broker is regulated, it means that they've received a license from one of these national authorities, from one of these regulators to operate in that country. And what that means is they follow the laws of that country and they'll follow the rules that that regulator sets down. And they've agreed with that regulator that they'll, that they, you know, will not break any of those rules. So in each country, most countries around the world have a financial regulator, have a regulator, um, not all, but 99%. And depending on where a forex broker is based, they will have a different regulator. So a forex broker in the, in the UK will be regulated by the UK's uh, Financial Conduct Authority, uh, whereas a forex broker in Australia will be regulated by the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. Um, a forex broker based in Belize is going to be regulated by the Belize IFSC. And the, as we've, we see across the world, there are patchwork because forex, uh, forex trading, as we mentioned in our, in our first episode, is uh, the forex market is decentralized, right? It doesn't have a central location. So regulators can only regulate brokers that are based in their countries. This and this is where you get a mismatch with regulators. Some regulators around the world are, for want of a better word, better than others. And this is where um, forex traders have to be a little bit careful when, when looking at uh, regulation um, on their on their chosen forex broker. So, Chris, then on that point, what does it mean to be a better regulator? Who are the better regulators and why are they better than others? Yeah, no, it's a really good question. Um, what, what we do is we at FX Scouts is we split regulators into tiers. Um, you can have a look in the show notes. We've got actually uh, a chart that shows our, our how we split up regulators. And we've, I think we split it into four tiers. And in tier one, uh, which are the best regulators in the world. We've got uh, the ASIC, who I've already mentioned, the Australian Securities Investment Commission, the Financial Conduct Authority in the UK, and the Monetary Authority of Singapore. All these three are what we call tier one regulators. And they're better. And why are they better? They're better, number one, they're better because of enforcement. Now, regulators set rules and they make sure that financial companies uh, follow uh, laws, follow the laws set down by, by a government in their land. But you can create as many rules as you want. If you don't enforce those rules, then there's no point in even being a regulator. So what really sets these regulators apart is enforcement. So the FCA, ASIC, and the Monetary Authority of Singapore, they will actually come around and knock on brokers' doors. And they will do surprise visits. They'll do what they call surprise audits. They'll come around into a broker's office and they'll say, we need to see all your books. And they make sure that a broker is treating its clients fairly, that a broker is not breaking any rules. And this is really valuable. And what you see further down, as you go further down our tier system, is that some regulators are just not at, as good as enforcement. Um, they don't show up at broker's offices unannounced. They'll often do what we call desktop audits, where they won't even show up in a broker's office ever. Uh, they will just accept whatever data the broker gives them. The broker will say, here, look, this is our data for the last 12 months. And the regulator will just accept that and they won't go check in, in the physical office themselves. And this is where you start getting a mismatch with regulators. And um, this is why it can be, you see a broker that's regulated by uh, the IFSC, as I mentioned in Belize, you know, you have to be slightly wary because the IFSC are just not that good at enforcement. The other main thing where we, with, we see with the top tier regulators is restrictions and rules. Uh, the FCA and ASIC 
um, and Mass, and also CISIC in Europe, uh, who are a tier two regulator, uh, have much stricter rules in forex trading. Uh, they have limit leverage restrictions, uh, which is something we'll talk about in the next episode, which leverages um, money borrowed from your broker, and they don't allow uh, traders to borrow as much money from their broker. And they enforce something called negative balance protection, which means that you can never lose more money than you have in your trading account, which is, again, something we're going to cover, I think, in the next episode. And these are very important risk management tools, and they also protect uh, beginner traders. So that's really what we're talking about uh, when we say when we say better and, and worse regulators. So, I mean, you're basically, if a, if a broker is regulated by the FCA or ASIC, then you know absolutely 100%. Well, not absolutely 100%, because I mean, never, there's never such a thing in life as 100%. But you can be pretty sure that the broker that you're trading with is going to be safe, is going to be secure, and you're not, you're not going to get scammed, and you're not going to be treated unfairly. But that's not the end all and be all. Um, there's another side to regulation that we need to consider here, and that's um, the benefits of local regulation. Yes, because, um, you know, for me as a South African trader, for example, um, it's it's beneficial for me to trade with a broker regulated by the South African FSCA, which is um, obviously, you know, based in South Africa here, because if I have a dispute with, with a broker and the broker has local protection or FSCA protection, um, I'll have much better access to the regulator, obviously, because it's, it's here in South Africa than I would if it was regulated overseas. Um, and they'll obviously be able to more easily resolve the dispute and investigate that issue on my, on my behalf, whatever the issue is. The other thing is that my funds will also be segregated at local banks um, in South Africa because they have the local office. Um, and for the most part, these brokers will offer trading in accounts denominated in rands or in whatever local currency, um, you know, wherever the regulator is, is based, which means that you won't have to pay the currency conversion fees, um, which is a huge benefit because currency conversion fees can make trading very expensive. It also makes withdrawing funds from that broker much quicker. Um, so that's another benefit we found with the South African, you know, uh, regulated brokers is that your your funds are, are withdrawn within a matter of hours or at the longest, at the most a day. However, the one thing that we we find is because the FSCA is a tier three regulator, it, it is not as strict as the FCA or ASIC, you know, FCA in the UK or ASIC in Australia. Um, so when we choose a broker, we, we the, the best case scenario for a South African trader, for example, is to have FACA regulation, but to have other top tier authorities like the FCA or ASIC. And that's sort of your best case scenario. So it provides then local protection, but you can also be sure that these brokers will be very um, strictly regulated and that they won't be able to get away with as much as the brokers that don't have that top tier regulation. So in conclusion, Chris, would you say that you can assume that a well-regulated broker is a safe broker to trade with? Is that what traders can take away from this conversation? Yeah, as I said earlier, look, I mean, it's, there's no such thing as 100% in life. But yeah, if, you're, if your broker is regulated by one of our top tier regulators, you're, you're going to be trading with a safe and secure broker. The higher tier, the regulator, the safer your broker is going to be. What I'm saying here is if you trade with a broker who's regulated in the Seychelles or, um, you know, or God forbid, another right, one of some of these island states that we see, um, so like Vanuatu in the Pacific, you know, you're going to have less protection there. And there are always regulated brokers who are going to break the rules. 
So, um, as you mentioned, you, you mentioned in South Africa, I mean, the, the, one of the things that springs to mind is a, is a local broker called JP Markets, who uh, the local FSCA in South Africa tried to, uh, tried to liquidate last year. They eventually failed because they didn't have enough evidence. But the point is that even a regulated broker, especially in one of these lower tier, regulated by one of these lower tier authorities, they can still be problems. But overall, if your broker is regulated by the FCA, by ASIC or SISIC, and if they have local regulation from your country, uh, you're going to be you're going to be on a good track. Yeah. Overall, what what, what I'm saying here, I think, that the point of this episode really is: don't fall for social media scams. Don't find a broker on social media. Don't uh, listen to your friends. Do your own research when you're looking for a broker. Make sure that your broker, when when it's regulated, check their license number. Go onto the regulator's website and make sure their broker's license number matches up, and you'll you'll be much safer trading that way. And it's really important. Thanks very much, Chris. Yeah, no, no problem at all, Alison. Uh, speak to you soon. Bye.